Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts set our spirits on fire for you, O God. Amen. Jesus is halfway through his ministry. He has been traveling throughout Galilee, teaching and healing and caring and calling people to follow him. And he has been preparing his 12 disciples to be his messengers. He is just about to turn to go to Jerusalem where he knows the story is about to get real. Crisis and conflict are looming. So Jesus takes a moment to check in with his disciples as any good mentor would do to see if they are really prepared for what lies ahead. To see if the crowds who are following are really ready. So he asks, who do people say that I am? What are people saying about me? What's the word on the street? Their answers are all over the map. Some say you're John the Baptist. Some say you are the prophet Elijah. We say you might be the Messiah. And for 2,000 years since that question, Christians have been trying to answer Jesus. Trying to sort out who really is this strange and curious man. And as the centuries have rolled on, different images of Jesus have seized the Christian imagination. At first, he was seen as a teacher and a rabbi. Shortly after his death, people started calling him Lord and Savior. A century or two later, he was hailed as cosmic, king, and ruler of all creation. As time marched on, more and more guesses, Jesus the prophet, Jesus the philosopher, socialist Jesus, capitalist Jesus, Jesus the Democrat, Jesus the Republican, pacifist Jesus, and even a warrior Jesus. And over time, as these descriptions and depictions ebbed and flowed, one image has become the dominant. One image has become the most accepted. White Jesus. Now you know the man. He's in Da Vinci's Last Supper. He's in the Sistine Chapel. He's in stained glass and on church school posters. He's on Christmas cards and t-shirts. He features prominently these days on Netflix, on Broadway, and in our mind's eye. And more often than not, he is not just any white Jesus, but a lily white Jesus. Super white Jesus with blue eyes, dirty blonde hair, and washboard abs. Now, I want to say something to you that might be obvious, but I think it's always worth saying out loud, Jesus was not white. And you know that. You are incredibly smart people. You know that Jesus lived in a region of the world at a time in history, which likely means Jesus had dark skin, brown eyes, brown hair, and still, even though we might know that fact rationally, 
Our world is so saturated with depictions of a white Jesus that the images in our heads often match. And it's no accident. It's intentional. And it's not just art or history or architecture. It's a planned legacy that's deep and raw. Early Christians had little, little use for images of Jesus. Early Christians practiced a faith that was underground and persecuted and discreet. And it wasn't until emperors converted and Christianity was embraced by the state that visual depictions of Jesus became common. When the center of Christian power shifted from the Middle East to Europe, white Jesus became the norm. The explosion of art during the Renaissance was reflective not only of the white people of that region, but of the theologies, the beliefs dominant in that region. Theologies that were often anti-Semitic, racist, and imperial. And as European Christians colonized the globe, they brought white Jesus with them in forms of icons and statues, altarpieces and glass. Missionaries established painting schools around the world that taught new converts Christian art, but only in the European mode. And wherever they brought white Jesus, the colonists and the missionaries also brought their caste systems. Their white is right systems, their light is good, dark is bad systems, and they use the image of a white God to reinforce it. The whitewashing of Jesus set the stage for the justification that Jesus, that our God, stood with the powerful rather than the powerless. That God stands with the oppressor rather than the oppressed. That God stands with the enslaver rather than those who are enslaved. Now we might think that white Jesus in the year 2021 is just a product of history or art or architecture that people can separate fact from fiction, but the reality is how people visualize God can have grave consequences. In 2020, just before the pandemic, psychologists at Stanford University conducted a series of studies about the image of God with U.S. Christians. They started first by analyzing images resulting from a Google search for the word God. And they found that the, of the images that depict God in human form, 72% were of a white man. Then, given the pervasive images of God as a white man, Researchers wanted to see whether people believed that to be true, really believed that to be factually true. So they met with hundreds of Christians in the United States, all throughout the country, and showed them 12 pairs of faces that differed in race and gender and age, and asked which face in the pair looked more godlike. And overwhelmingly, participants reported that God was more male than female, more white than any other race. 
But the researchers wanted to know the consequences of those choices, and so they tested their findings with beliefs about who should be in positions of power, positions of leadership. Participants were asked to imagine they worked for a company looking to hire a new supervisor, a boss, someone at the top of the ladder. And they were shown faces of job applicants and asked to rate how rate how each applicant would fit the boss position. They found that when Christians saw God as white and male, they rated white male job applicants more favorable than white female applicants, who were rated more favorably than black male applicants, who were rated more favorably than black female candidates. And the result was found across all genders, all Christian denominations, all races. And they wanted to know if children, if the innocent ones, held the same bias. So they did the study again with children from Sunday schools all across North America, and they found the exact same result. Beliefs about who rules in heaven predict beliefs about who should rule on earth. It's not just art or history or fact versus fiction. The image of a white Jesus serves as a tool to support systems that keep white people in power and people of color out. In Jesus, God became human. That's how God reached us, in human form, through Jesus' human body. Which means that we have to take seriously Jesus' body, Jesus' humanity, and tell the truth that Jesus was not white. Jesus was brown, beautifully, boldly, wonderfully brown. And the longer Christians ignore it, the longer we relegate Jesus' race to issues of art or history or architecture, then the longer the church will serve as a foundation of white supremacy. Who do people say I am? What's the word on the street? Son of God. Prince of Peace, Word made flesh, Savior, friend, there are a lot of ways and names to describe Jesus, but the one thing he is not is white. Amen.